Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. Let me ask you a question real quick. What do you think is the biggest reason why most people fail to accomplish the things in life that they really, really want? Is it because they're not smart enough? Is it because they have just outright unlucky circumstances? Is it because they're not confident enough? Well, I've been in the entrepreneurial and the dating coaching spaces for over 12 years now. And let me tell you what I've seen. See, I believe one of the biggest reasons people fail to accomplish the things they really want is because they haven't learned to manage rejection and failure in a healthy way. In fact, I'm going to show you why managing rejection and failure is the path to becoming a super confident human being, someone who's ready to tackle everything that life shows at them. In this video today, I'm going to show you a really simple strategy that's going to take the venom out of your experience of rejection and failure and enable you to accomplish all the things you want. This is something I wish someone had told me 10, 20 years ago. So keep watching. I'm going to start by clarifying something. Failure will always hurt. Being rejected will always hurt. But the important thing is that it doesn't have to last. See, what a lot of people experience is they fail or they get rejected and they can't keep facing it anymore. You can, you can only manage to get fail or get rejected a couple of times and you're done. You're toast. Emotionally, you can't handle it anymore. That's why I say we want to take the venom out of rejection and failure. We can't stop the bite, but we can prevent the poison from getting through our systems. So why does it hurt so much? Now, I know a lot of people will focus on the idea of, well, no one wants to get rejected, and that's true. But why does it last? What's the venom in failure and rejection that gets everyone so caught up? Well, what really gets everyone so caught up is the feeling that they're helpless. They can't do anything. They failed and they don't know why. They got rejected and they don't know what they did wrongly and they don't know what to do better next time. Why won't I get rejected next time? Why won't I fail next time since I don't even know what went wrong this time, right? And you start to feel helpless. Now, helplessness is a really, really critical aspect when it comes to life success, how helpless or in control you feel over your environment. In fact, there's a really famous set of experiments that I just really quickly want to talk to you about done by a, a researcher named Martin Seligman. And it's a really famous one. Essentially, he gets three groups of dogs. Um, one group of dogs is called, called a control group. They're stuck in a, in, a, in a box for a period of time, and nothing interesting happens to this group of dogs. Uh, the second group of dogs, they're, they're, they're put into a box, um, and in this box, the floor, electric current can pass through the floor. Now, the dogs can stop the electric current at any time by pressing a lever in the corner of the room. So obviously it takes the dogs a little while to discover that pushing the lever stops the electric current going through the floor. They push the lever, the problem solved. The next group of dogs, the last group of dogs is in a box and the, the ground is electrified and they have a lever in the corner, but it doesn't do anything. The, 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 the electricity in the floor beneath their feet will only turn off when a random dog that their box is connected to in the second group pushes their lever. So what we have is three groups. We've got control group where nothing happens. We have a group that bad stuff happens, but they have control over it. Or they learn they have control over it. And the third group who learns quickly to have no control over the elect electrocution through the floor situation. They repeat these experiments a number of times with the dogs over and over and over. 
And then what they do is they put the dogs in a slightly different contraption. They put the dogs in a box with um, two sections uh, with a divider down the middle. And the dogs can see over the divider into the other section. So what happens is one of these sections has electricity passed to the floor. So they put the dogs into the section with the electronic floor and the other half doesn't. Now the dog can see there's another section. So the dogs in the control group, they're put into this box, their floor is electrocuted. What do you think they do? There's no button. What they try to do is they jump over the partition into the other section where there's no electricity in the floor. The second group of dogs, what do they do? Exactly the same thing. They jump over the partition to get away from the electrocuted floor. The third group of dogs, what do they do? They lay down and whimpered. They could see a way out. There was a way out of this situation, but instead they lay down and whimpered. And this research was the, was the, 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 the groundwork. It was the landmark study that demonstrated that actually when someone learns that they're helplessness, that they're helpless, it begins to apply to everything in their lives. They stop seeing opportunities to help themselves after a while. And what, what I've noticed in entrepreneurial circles, I've noticed this in dating, especially in dating and entrepreneurial circles, that a lot of people get in and the, the second they face a couple of failures and rejections, because they feel helpless, they don't know how to, how, to, how to fix things, they don't know why it went wrong, they put all their eggs in a basket, more on that in a minute, they start to feel helpless. And this helplessness is a poison because not only does it impact their business or, or their ability to meet women, right? They can't keep facing it because it hurts too much after a while. It begins to impact everything in their lives. So if you happen to be a, a budding entrepreneur and you want to become more confident with women, if you start to face failures with women, you're going to start to feel helpless in business. If you're starting to, to get some failures in business, you're going to start to feel helpless with women, right? You're going to have this learned helplessness and it begins to impact everything in your lives. And so no wonder when so many people go through life feeling like life happens to them. They don't feel like they are an agent of their lives, shaping, molding the life that they want to have. They just feel like life happens to them and they're just a victim of life. No wonder most of us never succeed and have the things that we really, really want. So what's the solution? I said it was simple and really it is. The solution is this. Always have a plan B. Now, what does that mean? Well, let me give you an example from my own life. See, right now, as we speak, I am developing a really exciting new form of online training. It's totally different to anything else I've seen elsewhere, and I'm really excited to do it. But it's going to take me a few months of really hard work to create a minimum viable product that is the, the most basic version of this idea that I can market to, to my clients to see if they want to pay for it. Now, I have to admit that it is entirely possible that no one wants this product. I think it's cool. I think it's awesome, but maybe no one wants it. Maybe nobody wants to pay for it. Maybe there's no market for it, right? It's totally possible. So if I have a mindset of, I'm going to throw all my eggs into this basket, and if it doesn't work, no, it's totally going to work. It's totally going to work. If that's my mindset and I fail, I'm screwed, right? Instead, what I do is I've got a couple of other really amazing ideas in the wings that I will turn to if this doesn't work. There is always a plan B. There's never a reason to wallow and feel like I can't do this. I can't find something that people want. Or when I go to market this product, right? There are lots of ways you could market it. I'm going to market it and, and I will think to myself, this is how I want to market it. it. I think it'll work for these reasons. If it doesn't work, it might be for these reasons. So what I'm going to do is first of all, I'm going to have that in mind, right? And I'm going to have a plan B. This is what I'll do if that form of marketing doesn't work. So then I go and I launch it. And if it fails miserably, I've already thought about if it fails, it'll be for these reasons. 
right? If it fails, that means I can either change the strategy that I'm already using, or I've got a plan B sitting in the background to jump into. So I never feel helpless. I never feel like there's nothing I can do to improve my situation because I never, ever face rejection or failure without a plan B and without having a list in my mind of ways in which reasons why my current strategy might fail. And so you, my viewers, need to be doing exactly the same thing. You should never face rejection or failure in your lives without having a plan B, without having thought about why might this fail. So many guys that I talk to who suffer a lot with women, they get fixated on one woman, like one particular girl, and they, they get all fixated on her, and when they get rejected, the pain is so great, the learned helplessness as a result of that is so great, because they've gone all in. They have, they've just thought, this has got to work, this has got to work, this has got to work, instead of thinking, well, if it doesn't work, it's for these reasons, and this is how I'll fix these reasons, so I can try again with someone else. They don't do that. There's not that mindset there, and so the helplessness sets in, and it hurts so badly, and it takes so long to recover, or they like this girl so much, they know the rejection will hurt so much, they never ask her out in the first place. So by always having that plan B, you are, you are inoculated. I see it with guys in online dating profiles as well. Guys, they work, they work so hard on an online dating profile, and then when it doesn't work, they're like, online dating sucks. There's no way to get results in online dating unless you're a super attractive Chad, you know, unless you're worth $10 million, unless you make a million dollars a year, forget it. Um, because they feel helpless. They're like, there's nothing I can do. I'm a victim of my circumstance. I'm a victim of looks. I'm screwed. Instead of saying, let me try this. And if it doesn't work, here's why it might not work. And here's how I'm going to fix that or change that. Here's another strategy I'm going to use next. They lock down and they become helpless. And once they're helpless, they can't do anything. They're, they're, they're a victim. And once you're a victim of the world, once you're a victim of society, you're never going to have what you want. And no woman's going to want you. Why would she? And that's so critically important. In fact, it's especially important right now during the coronavirus because we are all stuck inside. That's it, and thank you for watching today's podcast. As a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash personality test to complete our scientifically backed attraction personality test, which will help you uncover the areas you most need to work on based on your personality assessment. Take care and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.